Mate, we covered three states today. Yeah, we did. And the thing that I took out of it is that the the Brisbane Carnival is really starting to heat up. Yeah. That's all, that's all I really care about, let's be honest. Yeah, absolutely. And in probably the feature race of the day, um, full credit to the sponsors of that race as well. Um, but I think I've found one of the great get-out-of-the-casino bets of all time, and you'll actually be able to see that on my Ned's profile this weekend as well. Yes, uh, the Ned's profile is great, mate. Um you know, if you want to follow us in, if you followed uh, us in last week, you would have found a couple that's for sure. Maybe you find some more this week at some value, but uh, if you don't want to do that, that's fine. But still, you can do everything else with the Neds app. You can get weird and exotic as well with the Neds same race multi. And, you know, there's no one else I'd rather bet with heading into the Brisbane Winter Carnival. Well, they also have a black book feature there, so you can black book ones for these prep runs into their grand finals. They have the futures markets there. You can do all that good stuff mm-hmm. with the good people at Neds. Mm-hmm. Damn right. But what are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. All right. Sounds good. On the Drift Podcast. G'day, champ. I was looking for some winners. Sure thing. Please hold. But home affairs has made a mess of them. Coming through is Fireburn with a big run off the fence. I'm thunderstruck, went boom over the top. Nature Strip clings on. He's king of the mountain this time. Thanks for waiting. No guarantees, but we'll see what we can do. Ah, sounds about right. Oi, oi. Oi, oi. Who's on the line? Mate, what are you doing? I'm looking beside me and I can't see you anywhere. What's going on? Mate, I was left behind. All the troops have left. They've, they've left Melbourne and they've left me behind to fence myself. Um, yeah, drifters, I'm still in Melbourne. Uh, obviously, we, we made the trip down for Derby Day um, and I'm lucky enough to, to hang around and, um, and yeah, yeah. Um, Stick around for the biggest race, the race that stops the nation. I uh, can't wait. Well, it's half your luck, mate. But I think what everyone would like is a, a news hound weather report. <laughs> what's, the, what's the weather doing? Mate, I knew you'd say that. Um, I'm in Flinders Lane right now, uh, which is smack bang in the middle of the city. I'm looking out the window. I tell you what, I'm seeing a lot of blue sky. Oh <laughs> yeah! Yesterday, mate. Yesterday was pretty warm, breezy, and sunny, um, which would have done wonders for the track. And every hour we get a sunshine and breeze, which is pretty breezy today. Again, is good against the track. So hopefully we don't get much rain for the rest of the day. Um, it's supposed to start sort of just after lunchtime, uh, and hopefully it stays away tomorrow. Because if we're playing on like a soft five, that would be. A bloody miracle. It would be because I'm looking at this radar and might I just say the bomb don't know what they're doing. Um, <laughs> they got no clue. No clue. None. Like they they were building arcs for the Saturday and the sun popped through every now and then for us. So it was fine. But I don't know. I feel like they're just going to be, I don't know. I'm, I'm playing for a, a soft dish to heavy track. So because if it comes during the meeting, mate, oh, that, that track, not even Flemington can come back from that. Yeah, the drainage in Flemington is good, but it's not that good, mate. So, yeah, keep your fingers and toes crossed, drifters. But 
As of right now, breezy, sunny, warm. Um, apparently, big westerly breeze tomorrow for the big day. So, um, if you're coming down the Strait of Flemington, you'll probably be uh, trucking into a breeze. So, we'll see how that plays out, eh? Oh, mate, you've you've summed it up brilliantly. Brilliantly. So, what I will also say is that there's no video for this. So, if you're watching this on YouTube, this is clearly just an audio version. But and the reason for that is there is absolutely no need for you to look at my face for half an hour. So, because, yeah, you know, typically it's it's better if we have something to go up on the YouTube. But, yeah, audio only this episode. Mate, let's get into it. Melbourne Cup, runner by runner preview. I'll kick yep. us off, eh? Gold trip. Yeah. Go on, son. Um, look. He was fantastic in the Caulfield Cup, finishing second with a heavy rate. But I think the query for me is 2,400 metres. Sorry, the step up from 2,400 to 32. I'm not even convinced the stable knows if he stays or not. I think it's just a, you know what, it could be heavy. Uh, It's a weak addition of the race. Why don't have a throw at the stumps? Um, Wet will suit. Uh, Happy to risk him, though. Yeah, I'm happy to risk Gold Trip. Um, it, It would be a shock if he wins. Yeah, but he will enjoy the deck. He's, he's one of them for sure. But uh, no, nah, not for me. Um, $15 with Ned. Do you reckon that's about right? Or uh, short? Yeah, I think so, especially with that. He was the f- basically the flashing light, if it wasn't Durston, out of the Caulfield Cup. So those those runners typically get supported. Yeah, very true. Uh, number two, Jewess. What do you reckon about a prep so far, mate? Uh, it looks very dour. Huey Bowman in the saddle over a staying distance is a huge tick. Barrier 10, gee whiz. 31 fucking dollars on offer. Are you shitting me? Stupid price. Ridiculous price. Um, she's come back so dour, this prep. Um, mate, she was, you got to remember, she was tossing up. Ed Cummings uh, was tossing up between taking her to the Queen Elizabeth Stakes or the Sydney Cup. And if she ran at the Sydney Cup earlier this year, she would have started, what, like a $3-something favourite? Mm-hmm. So, you know, you've you got, you got to remember that she ran through the line of the tanker at over 2,400 metres like a horse who wanted further. Gets that here. She's not going to love the deck if it's too wet. Um, she'll go back from that barrier. She'll need luck. She'll need, she'll need a genuine tempo. So she needs a few things to go away. Um 55 and a half kilos as well is, is a lot of weight. But, man, she's she's arguably the class in the race, you could say, about Jewess. Um, I think this has been the aim all along. I think $31 is, is a hefty price, and she's definitely in my numbers. Yeah. No, she she didn't make her way into my numbers, but it wouldn't shock me. Uh, so you're saying Jewess needs a little bit of speed, and this bloke will definitely give that night's order. He, he knows no other way. And Barry 24, I don't think, really matters for him. He'll just... He'll just stroll along. He'll have he has what four hundred meters to find the front. I reckon he will. Um, you look back to and we were talking about this on the weekend. I was like, mate, who's the last horse that won the Sydney Cup and the Melbourne Cup in the same year? And I believe it is the great Mackay Diva. Now, oh, now Knight's order, he's no <laughs> Mackay Diva. <laughs> no, he's not. He's had a great prep though. He has, and he found the line again in the Caulfield Cup when he looked gone. Now, that also might have been because he was just running past a very, very slow Numerian. But, <laughs> but I think I think he's definitely one of the winning chances. This is this has been the pre- this has been the target all prep. Uh, as I said, Barry of twenty four is quite sticky, but 
Mate, if it's a slowly run race, a heavy deck as well, like they're going to have to be pretty good to get past him. Um, so, yeah, he's he's definitely in my numbers. Yeah, I think he's um, he's definitely a chance. He's, he's not in my numbers, but, you know, could definitely make an argument for him being there, mate. So, well said. Um, now, this girl, number four, Montefilia, I think she's the one that your average um, once-a-year punter is going to absolutely come for on the day. Um, Montefilia, she's the Australian horse in the race who had a huge run in the Caulfield Cup, running fourth. She's versatile enough, so she'll go relatively forward, I think, and, and sit in the first third from that barrier. Um, she doesn't mind it um, heavy, but not too heavy. Um, yeah, I think she's a huge yeah, she'll, she'll start shorter than 11 bucks that you're getting at the moment with Ned's. Um, I actually saw David Payne uh, in the foyer of the hotel I'm staying in yesterday. And, yep, I, I, I approached him. You know, I said, hello, David. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I said, mate, uh, Montefilia, what do you reckon? And he said he's quietly confident she runs a huge race with a top four finish. So, yeah, I, I think she's a real chance, mate. What do you reckon? She's looked dour, and I think, like, the form around her has stood up a bit. Like, she raced against Animo and Ice Bath first up, Cascadian second up, and Numerian. They're both, like, Cascadian's just different horses, Brett. Uh, Numerian... You know, he ran well in a Caulfield Cup. And when she got out to that staying distance of the Caulfield Cup, like she was brilliant. She was the flashing light as well. So I think the way, uh, I think the main query for me is the weight. Like, um, yeah. Yeah. 55 and a half kilos, 3,200 first time for a mare. Jeez. Very, yep. very tough. Yeah. No, completely agree. Yeah, so I don't. I don't. Th- I think it's no shock to anyone when I say New Marion. Uh, his target all along was the Caulfield Cup. I think the sixty-one dollars on offer is like unders. Like I think I don't see him running out the trip at all. I think he's a like a top fifteen chance at best. <laughs> yeah, mate, he's, he's he's not in it for mine. Um, yeah, would have would have wanted him to to run through the line. Um, a lot more aggressively than what he did in the uh, Caulfield Cup, New Marion. So, no thanks. Um, without a fight, um, do you reckon maybe the Forgotten International? Yeah, I think so. Uh, they've started talking about him over the last week or so, especially after Loft got scratched. Um, so, I think there's always a there's always a few internationals coming out here, and this might be the Forgotten one. Yeah, if you look at his, um, I think earlier this year they they said. Yep, we're going to take this horse to the cup. The connections did. Um, maybe when he won in York uh, earlier this year, uh, I think from there they sort of decided, yep, yeah, we're taking this thing to the cup. He's interesting because uh, there's no ownership in Australia and there's no trainer in Australia who looks after him. So it's literally the connections think he's a genuine chance in this race. He'll eat up the distance. Um, he won't know himself with that weight on his back. He's been carrying, you know, 60 kilos, 58 kilos over. Um, sort of 2,400 to 2,800 metres. Um, you know, he'll get through the going. Um, yeah, I, I, th- I think the $11 is, is probably about right for without a fight. I think he's a real chance in this race. Do you know if he gets forward or gets back? Uh, he'll probably sit about midfield, a bit back from midfield from what I've heard. Um, but uh, I'm not sure, mate. Like, you sort of watch a couple of the races that he was in uh, overseas. I think in York, he, he was in the field of six twice, maybe even a field of four. So, 
it's really hard to say, hey. Um, but I think from that barrier, you sort of you sort of try and find some cover, maybe maybe midfield. Mm. Yeah, I think that's best case scenario. I think he could just be one of those who just gets so far back, especially with these like William Buick. Uh, yeah, bit of a field job, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's and maybe maybe on these big grand finals they show their true colours, but like, gee whiz, it's like if you're the connections of that horse, you go like, oh look, would you prefer William Buick with what he's shown to date? Or would you prefer J Mac on? You know what I mean? J Mac on, mate. Hundred yeah. percent. No, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Uh, number seven, Kamora. So the Hayes, uh, Lindsay Park have bought into this bloke from Ireland, which is exciting. So after he runs here, he, he's going to stay here. Um, he has been running against the like some of the best stays in Europe up to eight twenty eight hundred meters, but I think my theory that I use with light infantry on the weekend. Mate, he's been starting around $41 against them and he's still been beaten by eight lengths. I'm happy to risk yep. him and the draw is tricky for him too. Yep. Fair enough. Um, go to the legend, the favourite. $3.60 with Neds. Yeah, I can understand why he's the favourite. Um, Northern Hemisphere, three-year-old. Got form around our bodygon um, who just ran really well in a um, Cox plate. I'd, I'd say our bodygon distance is... 2,000 metres as opposed to 2,400, though. Um, <clears throat> he's got the profile, mate. Um, he, he's got the right trainer. He's got the right jockey. He's drawn well. Um, $3.60 is way too short um, for, for mine. And 55 kilos for a, for a Northern Hemisphere three-year-old is, is a lot. Um, if you like him this weekend, drifters, I'd say you're probably going to get more like, what do you reckon, Hutch, 450-ish, maybe? Maybe. I don't know. I feel like there's... Because Melbourne Cup's the biggest betting race of the year, right? But and yeah. a lot of that comes from, you know, your $2 each way from basically everyone in Australia going to the tab, except, yeah. except the victims. They don't, they don't bet. <laughs> uh, but I think the big players are really going to have a go here. So I reckon he could start – he could either start like closer to $5 or he'll start three. Like I'd, yeah. he'll either get smashed by the big players or, um, you know, the – the Mars, Mars and Pars out there won't have any of him. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, the main query, he's obviously a winning chance, right? Like he's deserved favourite. Query, yeah. Clear query for me is if it is a heavy aid and it's like a deteriorating track, like can he handle it? I have no idea. Um, so, yeah, I'm just – that's the only query for mine, um, you know, and potentially if he runs out the distance – uh, like a good friend of yours, uh, Craig Sneesby. Um, he he put the analogy, it's like the step up from 2,400 to 3,200 may as well be two kilometres. Like yeah. it is it is a massive difference. So, But you have to trust him that, you know, he can't do it. So the only query for mine is really the heavy deck. Yeah, um, he's certainly not a bulletproof favourite. Um, and as we saw last year with Incentivise, um, you know, Melbourne Cup is notoriously difficult for the favourite to win. So, yeah, look, I'll, I'll be taking him on, um, obviously. But, uh, yeah, he's, he's definitely a winning chance. Yeah, agreed. Um, if you like Knight's Order, I feel like you kind of have to like Stockman as well. Um, yeah, no doubt. So, he did run around at Rose Hill on the weekend on a good track. But Joe Pride was very – who is flying, might I add, uh, Joe Pride? What he's done yeah. with private eye is just outstanding. Uh, but it, 
he basically said before the race, he's like, well, he's not going to win. He's just going here for a barrier trial, basically, over 2,000 metres. Hit the line really well. Um, I, de- I definitely think he can run uh, top five. I don't have him on top, but uh, I just I do question where he's going to get. He's typically a run-on type of operator, but he will stay the trip, I think. Yeah, he will stay. Uh, he's well-weighted. Um, yeah, 34s, I think, is about right for Stockman with Swiss Neds. Um, yeah, he'd shock, but not too much. Yeah. Um, Vian de Clare, geez, he's come back pretty good this prep, hasn't he? He has. He's done, he's done his absolute best, but what are your thoughts on him? He hasn't won for 155 fucking weeks. <laughs> it's, a, it's a long time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, look, he, he's come back well this prep. Um, is he going as well as what he was when he just won the cup? No, he's not. And, and this isn't a vintage edition. Um, look, he's got the right jock on board. He, he's well weighted. He's, he's drawn pretty well. But no, I, I, I can't dive in. He, he might be one where, yeah, your two dollar each way betters might have something on him. I think because uh, he's again, he's a, he's a previous winner. They'll look at that and think, oh yeah, I'll jump on. Um, which you know, fair enough. But no, nah, not not for me. Yeah, I think for him to be a top five chance, I think it needs to be a rock hard deck, and I don't think he's going to get that. Yeah. Uh, the stable mate, Young Werther, I think is one of the best chances in the race. Um, so, last 12 months, he's been racing against the likes of Incentivize and Animo and doing his damn best. I think this has been his target all along uh, and the stable definitely know how to win the race. Query for me is I'm not 100% sure how we go on the going, but I think he will stay. So, I think he'll you'll have a shout at the top of the straight um, and he can be handy in his runs too. He doesn't have to be out the back like a lot of these other fancied runners. So if he can find a position from barrier 21, Damien Lane in the saddle, I think, yeah, I think he can definitely give you a shout. And $41, you know, you don't have to have much on to find out. 100%, 100%. Now, number 12, who your mal or as Gay Waterhouse referred to him uh, in a conference yesterday, uh, Yaha Mal. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, she's funny. Um, yeah, look, another international, uh, obviously um, uh, part-owned by Sneesby Racing, so he'll certainly have and already has a fair bit of mine. Look, yeah, last, last start, he, he finished um, a fair few lengths away from uh, the top three in, in Doncaster, over nearly 3,000 metres. Um, by all accounts, he just hated that deck, and, the, and you can see the jockey sort of just, hit him once and then went off him. But before that, um, he's won over 2,800 metres in Goodwood. Um, before that, he finished just behind Doville Legend um, as well. So he's got form around him, um, form around New London. Look, he'll, he'll get the trip. Um, you know, he'll, he'll find a nice spot from that gate. Uh, Craig Williams is in cracking form. Yeah, look, I think 15 is a good price. Well, I think he's definitely 100% a winning chance. And I'm not just saying that because, you know, um, I'm invested. Um, you know, he's got the right sort of profile for the race. But a bit of a query is um, heavy deck for him. Uh, they, they probably would prefer to have it drier. Yeah, uh, I think that was when I was looking through his form profile, I think that was the only thing that was a query for me. Like, mate, when you're when you're running what? Two lengths behind Doville Legend, uh, like you, 
five five times the price. Come on, come on now. Yeah, uh, getting weight off him as well in this race. Mate, he's finished outside the placings once. That was his last start, which is why you're getting the price you are. Yeah. So uh, he's going to run a good race. Um, yeah, uh, he's a winning chance. Yeah. He's not in my numbers, but you know what? I'd be stoked if he won, obviously, for yourself and for Sneesby Racing. Uh, number 13, Serpentine. Actually showed some promise in the Archer or the Hotham or whatever it's called these days. Um, <laughs> mate, he found again on the line against Shorefire, who was, you know – uh, in reflection, very, very well placed in that race. Um, barrier 23 is ex- exceptionally tough, uh, and I th- but I think the biggest thing against him here is the likelihood of a heavy track. If you go through his form profile, he just has none when there's a give in the ground. Uh, and they were saying that early on Derby Day, that track was playing like a soft five, soft six. So um, it said soft seven in the in the form guy, but I think it's probably a bit uh, drier than that and what it actually was. So if you do get around that heavy eight, he has none and his price suggests that. <laughs> yeah, I agree, mate. I agree. Um, Zach and Sweet Jr. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, yeah, look, you, you look at his last three runs and you're like, oh, geez, his form is terrible. Forget about that. Look at the autumn prep. Adelaide Cup over 3,200 metres, won that. Sydney Cup ran third uh, over 3,200 metres on uh, on a track that was clearly favouring those uh, in the top three uh, for the running. Gets out to a distance that it likes. Um, yeah, look, it should run a pretty good race, but but nah, I can't have it in my numbers. I think he's a top 10 chance. Like if there's those markets like uh, Best of the Rest, which um, – yeah like Salino featured in last year, uh, he could be the one uh, at the $34 to run a really nice race. So, uh, But, yeah, I agree. And to be fair, his, pre- his grand final all prep has been the Melbourne Cup. Oh, so, yeah, can't – can't like 34 bucks, I might have might have something very, very small as a saver. Um, yep. Grand Promenade. So he was beaten 12 lengths by Francesco Gardi, who I believe if he was in this race, he'd probably be – the favourite of the local chances, and I say local yep. with italic, like um, you know, in uh, speech bubbles or whatever they're called. Um, he, there you go. <laughs> um, he ran six last year, but again was beaten twelve man lengths. Come on, man, he's not. He's nowhere near these. No, no, he's not. He's not. Um, and the price reflects that. Um, look, this guy ran second to Stockman in the, in the St. Ledger Stakes, uh, Arapahoe. Uh, Look, he, he's been running with um, a lot more weight than what he's carrying in this race. Look, <laughs> he, he can pop up and run a big race, but in a lower class than this. Um, and he's been running around that sort of 2,400 mark. Arapaho. Um, no, I, I can't have him here. Agreed. Uh, Emissary, he was absolutely dominant in the Geelong Cup. And, you know, Surefire has come out and then won the Hotham. So... If he runs out the distance, he's definitely a chance. But let's put it this way. If he wins, I lose because he has no pro, nothing in his profile that would suggest that he runs out this distance. So I'm yeah. happy, he, happy to risk him. Who's he by? Kingman. Yeah. Staying dire maybe. But, yeah, I, I agree, man. Like, oh, you can't – I can't – you can't have it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I refuse. Uh, yeah, 51 and a half gigs. Uh, Luna Flair. The mayor, he's been pretty good this prep. Uh, ran second in the 
the Valley Gold Cup, albeit a pretty far away from Francesco Gardi. And um, she beat home Francesco Gardi to start before, albeit Francesco Gardi nearly fell over in that run. Um, yeah, look, uh, she, she's going well. She might be another one where your mums and dads come for her a little bit. But, um, yeah, I think $19 is a bit too short for mine. Yeah, she has a bit of the surprise babies about her. Uh, yeah. You know, flashing light has been very consistent leading in. Uh, but, yeah, I think she'll be the one that starts potentially single figures of the locals. But, no, nah, I yep. don't think so. Um, yep. Smoke and Romans, I feel like, yeah, just just a heartwarming story, really. Like this thing was had none 12 months ago and now there's popped up one of Group 1 and ran around as a, a $4 favourite in a Caulfield Cup. Uh, query for me has to be the distance. Um, but, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if you finished top 10. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. Um, Jake Carr on board, very lightly weighted. Um, Moran Eustace have a stack of chances in this races. In this race, yeah, look, I, I think you'll run a decent race, but um, no, not in my numbers. Um, Charlie Rose. What price did she start in this race last year? Let me have a look for you, mate. She started 21 bucks. Yeah. Um, you get $91 about her this year. Um, she's definitely going worse than what she was last year. Um, no, it would, would shock. Would absolutely shock. Yeah, I, my jaw would be on the floor. Uh, yeah. Hi. Uh, no, where am I? Point of being, he's been scratched. So uh, elevated temperature. So commiseration to the uh, connections there. High emotion. High emotion. Yeah, look, had a little sneaky something on it when it won the Bendigo Cup to get into this race. Uh, this is too big of a step up for mine. Um, yeah. No, <laughs> again, would be shocked. Yeah, agreed. Um, now, here is the best chance of the Ma Eustace runners, in my opinion. Uh, they, same, mate, same. They, It'll run a huge race. It will. And I've been critical of it uh, because I might have had uh, something on it uh, once or twice around the four bucks when it's running, you know, it's running on for third or fourth, this preparation interpretation, but... They've been desperate to get this thing in the Melbourne Cup and it's finally got there and it has 50 kilos. Dodge the dodge the handicapper. My goodness. It, yeah, I think the 3,200, he arguably has some of the best form over uh, like the 3,000 metres in the race. Barrier six, geez, he could, he could be the one rolling along in front if he's left alone. Froggy knew it in the saddle, 50 kegs. Yeah, watch out. Big query for me is clearly the heavy deck if it gets there. But yep. I have to have him on side. $41 with Neds, I think. Yeah, I have to have something on him. Put him in, put him in your numbers. Yeah, he's been running running around with 60 kilos on his back overseas um, this time last year. He, he was brought across to Australia. The Maranus has got him specifically for, for the 2022 Melbourne Cup. He, he's in the race. Yeah, super lightly weighted, drawn well. Um, 41's massive overs for me. Okay. Um, Realm of Flowers, I was very keen on this girl if she ran on Saturday um, in the the Hotham or the Archer or whatever it's called. Oh, look, I, I was keen on her in that particular race. $9.50 with Neds at the moment in the Cup. She's gone well. She finished off really nicely in the Metropolitan, but 
you can't tell me the Metropolitan's a good form reference for the Melbourne Cup. Um, she's gone. She's gone pretty well this prep. She's way too short for mine. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm happy to risk her, but she has been. Yeah, I think she missed a race. <laughs> um, but yeah, all right. So that is runner by runner. So mate, please kick us off with your. Give us a first four. Sure thing. Um, here, Mal, on top for me. Um, you know, not just because of the connection, but also, you know, he's got good form um, heading into this race. So he's a type profile, like backing um, East Melbourne Cup, that three-year-old Northern Hemisphere staying tight. Um, so, yeah, he's on top for me, $15 with Ned. So I think he'll probably start between the sort of 10 to $15 mark. Um, so, yeah, jump on if you, if you, if you like him, Drifters. Jewish, um second pick for me. 31s is overs. I've been keen on her all prep. She's come back super dour. Um, I think she will love the distance. Wait is query, but got the right jock on board. So Jewess certainly in my numbers. Um, interpretation, uh, enormous price. We'll go in all of my exotics. 41s with Nance is absolutely absurd. Uh, and it got chucked over a legend in um, to my numbers as well. He could just very well put him away. He could put him to the sword. So, um, wouldn't be shocked. Um, so that, that's my, my, my first four. Um, look, yeah, there are a couple other chances, but I know you can't pick them all, so I'll leave it at that. Yeah, agreed. And I think in a subpar edition of the race, there could be a subpar result. So I'm, I'm looking for some value as well. Mate, I've got Knight's Order on top. I've, I think he's just been absolutely outstanding this prep. And, he, you know, in a subpar edition of the race, he could be the one that actually does the Sydney Cup, Melbourne Cup double again since Maccabi Diva. Look, I would have preferred Barrier 4, sure, but Barrier 24, if he can roll roll along, find a position out in front, and it is, and if it is, I think, critically, that heavy eight and worsening track, and it does make it hard for those horses to make any ground, man, he's the one that's going to get through it and stay. So... Yeah, I could definitely see him winning. Uh, I think Doval Legends' form profile does have to be um, respected and he's a short price favourite for a reason. So I'll be having Quinellas with him with all of the four of these horses. And interpretation, I, I, I agree. Big overs in the race for me. $41 is a gift. And Young Werther. I think he's just he's been racing against the best Australian middle distance horses. So... If he stays, I think he's a chance. 100%, 100%. And the chances don't stop there. So, yeah, I'll be playing a few different exotics, mate. See how I go, eh? I agree. Uh, question without notice. Didn't even text you this before, but do you have any like, horses throughout the day or you haven't got that far? <laughs> oh, look, I haven't had a massive look, but what I will say is that there's another Sneezy Racing special in race one if you want to get up to a fly, Drifters. Uh, number four, Exposition, T. Uh, Waller, J-Mac, down the straight. They have an enormous opinion of this horse, $7.50 with Ned. So if you want to get the day started off with a bang, um, responsibly, <laughs> have some non-drifters. But no, mate, aside from that, I haven't had too much of a look yet. That, uh, that'll be me morning coffee tomorrow, um, winding up for a big day after. Believe it or not, an incredibly successful Sunday afternoon on the punt. Mornington had a filler. <laughs> You're joking. Come on. I didn't they went to the casino, doubled it. <laughs> oh, please. Mate, I didn't hear any of these tips flow through on my cellular device. So, yeah, you you, better, you might have to, like, stick away on Wednesday. 
when you. No, mate, that's, that's that's why there hasn't there hasn't been any word from me because it was uh, one of those days where we just were looking at each race as it came. We were betting in Cairns, we were betting in Mornington, we were betting in Goulburn. Even had a little stab at Happy Valley, mate. We couldn't miss. It was incredible. I yeah, reminds me of uh, someone playing blackjack the other day, uh, <laughs> which we'll talk more about. On um on Wednesday, mate. I had one play for the day outside the Melbourne Cup race eight, number ten, Munimek. Uh, yeah, Drew Barrier. Oh, what did he draw? Thirteen last start. Just he was the one hunting down the line, but uh, just couldn't quite get there. Softer draw here, Black Shin on in the saddle. Yeah, he can win. Yeah, lovely, mate. Lovely. Um, but yeah, probably more that we can play around with on the day, but um, yeah, mate. Melbourne Cup. Gee whiz, race the top of the nation. What? Mate, excited. Enjoy being down there, brother. But um, we will be back in everyone's ears Wednesday uh, evening, which will do a thousand, uh, what is it? Uh, Oaks yeah. preview. And like surely the fields for Saturday will be out. So we'll we'll, we'll uh, do it all up there. Easy. Lovely, mate. Lovely. Alrighty. Drifters, if you're having a punt this uh, on the Melbourne Cup, do it with Neds, but please do it responsibly. Jacqueline, it's always a pleasure, my friend, but I'll see you Wednesday. See you, Hutch. Good luck, Drifters. All right.